Last weekend, I watched all the Pixar shorts, and here are my thoughts. I apologize if I kind of sound robotic, but unlike the last special I just recorded, this one I'm going to try to read because I wrote notes down while I was watching. Actually, not while I was watching the shorts. After, like right after I watched each short, I wrote like a little blurb for each one, so... I'm gonna try to stick to that, but if I go off into tangents, forgive me please. But let's start at the beginning with the adventures of Andre and Wally B. So I have to say, this is really humble beginnings. It's a cute, very short short. There is not much character development, and I'm not sure why Andre sounds like Donald Duck. Maybe it's because they knew Disney would acquire them later on in life. But everybody has to start somewhere, <clears throat> and I gotta say, it's truly amazing how far Pixar has come. Next up is Luxo Jr., and I hope, I hope I'm saying that correctly, Pixar deserves pronunciation. But again, this is so cute. It really reminds me of a mom or dad playing catch with their child. Not as, this one isn't as short as the, as the previous short um it's actually doubled in length and the characters are really really charming and uh unlike the previous one they don't have faces and i love when pixar takes on inanimate objects it's and it's no wonder why they use luxo jr as their mascot you know it's that little lamp that's in their uh in their logo Next up is Red's Dream. So this is one that I didn't really remember, but after watching it, it's the first time that the setting, music, and characters all come together, and it gives off so much emotion. It's it's pretty darn sad to see Red in the corner. So Red is this little unicycle that's in the corner of the store. And then so uplifting when you see him in action, he's like dreaming of like, I'm guessing his old days or what he wants to be, uh, what he wants to be used for. And, uh, you know, how he juggles uh, the three balls is really, is, is so fun. And then, uh, and then at the end, we're pulled back into sadness to where he's back in his corner. And, uh, this short, once again, it doubled their time again. So, you know, maybe there's a pattern here. But then again, maybe not with Tin Toy. I have to say, my God, I... This one's kind of frightening. The baby model on this is hideous. And maybe I'm going to take... I'm going to think that it's because of their early years. But, you know... I'm gonna guess that it's really hard to like model a baby. Like, it's babies just like every other human are like unique, and you know, it could really be anything. But this thing is really terrifying. It is frightening, and it's no wonder why all the toys run away from him. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> so this short seems very simple and bare because the room barely has anything in it. It's just like an empty room and this baby wanders in and he wants to play with all the toys, but he just like trashes all the toys. 
So it's pretty much like Godzilla hunting down the toy. And I felt so bad for the toy. And then I laughed my ass off when... So the toy is running away from the child. And he runs underneath the sofa. And then it cuts to like a ton of other toys that are under there too. And they're just like looking at him like, oh my god, like don't go out there. And oh my god, it's it's so good. It's so good. And um, yeah, I, I say regardless of the hideous baby, this is a really, really good short. And it's Pixar progressing again and again. Next up is Knickknack. I love this short. I <clears throat> it, it's definitely one of my favorites. It's short, sweet, to the point. The music and story go so well. And um, yeah, my thoughts and prayers go out to that snowman in the globe. I mean, hopefully he finds a way out soon. I mean, it's such a cute short short it's so simple it's straight to the point and it's hilarious it's so nice it's, it's i would say out of all the all the ones so far this is probably my favorite then there's jerry's game and i think everybody remembers this this is the old man playing chess against himself and uh yeah this one it's it's so good I mean, this is the first time that I think they truly made a remarkable human model. And then, you know, the same model is like doing all these, you know, different personalities and like reactions. So like there's the, you know, they're both on, you know, playing against each other, like playing against his other personality. And, you know, it it shows how much they are moving forward and uh it's it's really cool like the little the little things that make the character stand out like his normal self he puts on the glasses and then when he goes over to his alternative person alternative personality he takes off the glasses and how he switches the board at the end is just awesome i'm i'm just hoping that when I am Jerry's age, that I could play chess just as good as him. And then there's For the Birds. Um, this one kind of reminds me of Knickknack. It's like short and sweet, and the sound effects really make this short sizzle. If it wasn't for the sound effects, I think this one would kind of be a little bland. But the sounds from the small birds and then the bigger dodo are just so fun. It really, it shows you how much sound really, really impacts all these visuals. Um, and then just by all the personalities. So you have the small birds that are just annoyed by this bigger bird. And just by making sounds, you know what the heck, you know, each each character is doing or wanting or like what's in their mind and uh yeah it's so nice when you know you're just showing something and you're not having like words dictate what is going on and then 
just talking about that. It's so sad that now we are talking about bonding. And this one is the first time where I think <clears throat> Pixar, I think they fall short on this one. It's, it's surprising. Like, I'm not surprised that Pixar took a chance and uh, went with a different type of short. But uh, this one, I mean, I was just talking about how it's nice that you don't have to, like, be told what the story is. And then this one, right around the corner, this short, it's pretty much everything is told to you. So, it was, I don't know, from the look to the lyrics, because it's kind of like singy, singy song kind of dialogue. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, it, it's just, I think it's a step back, because for their shorts, I don't think any dialogue is really needed. Of course, it's nice, like every once in a while, it works, but for this particular short, it just, it's so reliant on it, instead of the animation, and I gotta say, look elsewhere for this one, look elsewhere, and give me one second, I'm just gonna open up a bottle of water, I feel my throat is like a little scratchy, hopefully it's not sounding scratchy. Okay, I think I'm back. I think I sound better. <clears throat> Man, I feel like I gotta do that, like, fasoli, tado, or whatever the hell they say when they're practicing singing. <clears throat> Alright. Alright, a good cough. It gets it, it gets, it gets the throat going. Okay. <clears throat> and a little... <laughs> Choking. Okay, the next one up is One Man Band. And I think I forgot about this one, but it's really clever how they do this. Like, the look of the short, the design of the characters, and the music, it all goes together. So, it's basically these two musicians are that are opposing each other are... <clears throat> playing to get this girl's one coin you know they're they're both like street performers trying to get the coin and the design and the instruments that they're playing suit each character and then the finale part of it where like you know the girl takes over oh, it's it's such a good like that the finale of it is worth it the one coin that the girl has. <laughs> I was going to say all the money in the world, but, um, yeah, like, when you get to the end, you're just like, oh, that was so, like, rewarding. Like, when you get, like, you feel like you're actually, like, rewarded at the end of it. Like, ooh, what are they, like, what's going on with this? And then, you know, it's, there's a big payoff at the end, and I really like it. Next up is another one I forgot of. Lifted. Now, this one's, I don't know how I forgot about this one. Maybe it was one that I didn't see in theaters or... I don't know. Maybe my memory is just going. But this one, 
I think they really shine with textures and lighting. And it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like Pixar could take anything and kind of like elevate it. So say like the usual alien, the usual alien abduction look, you know, like the farmhouse, like in an open field. You know, it seems kind of bland, right? But then when you, when Pixar gets a hold of it and they add in all this amazing lighting and, you know, they go the extra mile and it really shows in this one. Uh, I think for each, this one really makes me think about all the shorts because I kind of feel like they're breaking out each short to focus on a certain element within each short. So whether it's lighting the character development, the textures, you know, whether it's just a straight-up story. But this one, I definitely feel they were going for a more atmospheric kind of short. And they really hit high with this. And, you know, it's just Pixar with high standards again. And then we go to a completely different one called Presto. And this one's really entertaining and I think it's because both the main characters are really dynamic so there's a magician and a, and a bunny you know his sidekick and each one is trying to outwit one another and if you hear something moving it's like not part of the short if you hear something moving <laughs> during this podcast it's my cat it's my cat he's being a little he's walking around um back to presto so, uh, yeah, it's basically like the magician versus the sidekick, and they're both trying to, you know, outperform, outperform one another because the bunny wants the carrot, and the magician's, like, withholding it until he performs. And it's really... Yeah, it, it's really good. Like, I feel their the expressions on both the characters really, really shine in this one. And... It's, I love when a short starts off with something and then ends off in like a similar fashion. So this one opens up with a poster of Presto the Magician. And on the poster it says Presto <clears throat> and his hat. And at the end it's a poster of Presto and his bunny Alec Azan. So it's really nice how, you know, it all circles together. It all comes together in the end. But let's break away from Presto and go to Partly Cloudy. So it's weird. Like this kind of section of the shorts are like the ones that I like don't really have a lot of memory to towards. Um, but Pixar definitely picks a wide like variety of subjects and most of the time knows what it what is effective. And this one really, really pulls at the heartstrings. You know, I wanted to cry when the stormy cloud stork left for another cloud. You know, and at that point, in mo you know, he begins to, like, get all, like, dark and stormy. But then the stork comes back, and instead of, like, ditching his cloud, he comes back with all this equipment, you know, to uphold his, like, work post. So the cloud that he has, you know, he... he he creates these animals that are like <laughs> really, really destructive 
and not like cuddly cutesy animals he'll do like alligators or a shark or porcupine and this poor stork has to deal with all of it and it's so nice that like he doesn't move on to another cloud and he sticks with his he sticks with his friend and his like post and partly cloudy is looking quite bright it's it's a really nice one then there's day and night and the creativity on this one is like off the charts i i i wouldn't say it's my favorite but it's way out of the box and it's it's amusing it's thought provoking and uh a few moments that are just like really hilarious are when day gets punched and knocked out and you know within the body it shows like the falling of a tree or like the tree is getting chopped and then it's like falling so it's like he gets knocked out and then <laughs> the night nights whistling at the girls on the beach and at the pool oh my god those moments are just <sighs> top notch top notch and then the part where they they both stop so it's like night and day they both stop competing with each other and uh and they listen to this radio announcement and this is the announcement and of course like I'm not going to be able to say it as good as the original announcer, obviously. But uh, this is it. The announcement goes, Fear of the unknown. They are afraid of new ideas. They are loaded with prejudices, not based upon anything in reality, but based on. If something is new, I reject it immediately because it's frightening to me. What they do instead is just stay with the familiar. You know, to me, the most beautiful things in all the universe are the most mysterious. That is amazing. And I know that I looked it up and um, I believe it's somebody gave tribute to it to like Albert Einstein. But I'd have to like double check on that. So we'll just say like, yeah, give him... The tribute so like at the moment but if i'm wrong like don't hold me to it don't hold me to it and uh and then at the end you know they come together in the end then comes i think probably my favorite short of all pixar shorts la luna this thing is breathtaking i mean this thing is beautiful beautiful the style the colors the characters and of course the story come together to create something truly magical here like within the short you have these three characters all three different generations of the same family and uh it's so cute because it's like they're teaching the young boy how to do like their job i guess And it's really cool, like, how all the characters are, like, their mannerisms, their look, and uh, just how they do things. It's, you know, every generation of each family does something different, and this one really ties that all together. So the grandfather, he wears his hat upwards, and his beard is kind of like a mop, 
and then the father wears his hat down and his mustache is like a push broom and then the son once he realizes like you know he gets his own kind of style he wears his hat backwards and uses more of like since he has hair you know fun hair he has like a rake so basically they each they each uh you know, wear their hat in a certain way, and they each use a tool that pretty much represents the look of themselves. Like, whether it's, like, more of a moppy kind of broom, or a push broom, or more of a rake, like with spikes. And, uh, it's just so nice to see. Like, they do all these family-type movies, and to know that, yes, generations could be different, but they could come together and again look absolutely beautiful this go see this one go see this one and then there is the blue umbrella and this is one i talked about i think a couple episodes ago because this one <clears throat> this one surprised me i And this is another one where, like, Pixar is going way outside the box. Way outside the box. And this short just made me feel super, like, really happy. Even though it made me cry. Even though it made me cry. Man. Sorry, I keep having to take water. I don't know why. I'm feeling like a dry throat or something. Maybe it's my apartment. It feels hot in here. But. Yeah like. It's. Like this short is like. It's. It proves that like one smile. Can brighten someone's day. And when you think about that. Imagine a city full of objects. Smiling and. Like smiling at you. Like an entire city. Where like every little aspect of it is smiling at you. It would just make you feel great. And uh, yeah. This short. It's like all those. You know. Faces or things in the city. Are like helping this little umbrella. You know. Try to find its way back to the other umbrella. That it that it met. And uh, it's, it's. It's pretty romantic. I mean it's. It's it's happy, then it's sad, and then it's like, but it has like this romantic side to it. And once again, like, how could you not smile at a smile? This is another one. Go see it. Like La Luna, then the blue umbrella. Awesome shorts. Then we get to the worst one ever. Hey, Chirp. Chirp is my cat. Chirp, can you be quiet? He's in a bag. He's in a brown bag and he is doing cat things. (laughs) But then we get to lava. And lava is so bad. It's it's so bad. It's... I don't know what Pixar was thinking with this. And... But I get, you know... If you think about it, like... If they have, like, a flop or two, 
I guess I can forgive him, but this one is an entire mess. It's so... It... It... I would... If if I was shown this outside of, you know, watching it on a Pixar short DVD, I would not know that it's Pixar. And that is really sad because the rest of them, you could kind of tell that they're like Pixar. And, they, and this one is just, ugh. It's a miss. It's a miss. But, again, like, this one is one where it's like the dialogue or the song is the driving force of the short. And it's, like, I'm going off into a tangent here. Like, I've gone off on tangents, like, pretty much on all of them. <laughs> so I'm not sticking to my script at all. But, um... Yeah, the song and the voices for these volcanoes, like, they don't match at all. Like, usually, all their characters have great voices. And these two characters, they don't... It doesn't sound like the voice is coming out from them. And it's such a stupid song. Like, I Lava You or whatever. Like, please. Jeez. Um, And then it's like... Like, when you watch it, and you watch it closely, it has, like, a disturbing kind of presence, too. Because it's this old volcano, and at the end of the short, it seems to be together with a very young volcano. It's just very strange, very odd. I... (sighs) Pixar, you're better than this. Stop it. Don't do this. Don't do this again. So, let's quickly get away from Lava and go to Sanjay's super team. And this one's a fun one. A lot of times parents and kids don't see eye to eye. And this short is a great story that, you know, shows that. And, you know, has like a remedy for it. So, it's kind of like a way to look at your differences and maybe you could combine them and you know compromise a little bit and you each get a little bit of something that you want and that comes across in this amazingly and again it's like the cross-generational kind of story which which you know is super important like everybody everybody can learn from these shorts And, uh, besides that, like, it has a super sleek look. It has a look that their other shorts don't have. And I could really appreciate that. Following this is Piper. And I love this short. This short is definitely one of the top three. Piper, the, the, I'm not sure exactly what type of bird it is, but it is he, she, whatever, is adorable. The, um, the untold yet shown lessons we receive from Pixar are priceless. And this is, again, a perfect short to show anybody, especially young people. You know, if at first you don't succeed, try again, you know, like you can't hide forever. 
you can't be afraid forever. And, uh, you know, you could watch this and you could face your fear with Piper. And, uh, you know, enjoy the rewards. You know, once you, once you surpass that fear, you know, you could pretty much do anything. And with that, there is the next short, Lou. And this is one before this list, before I watched all these things, all these shorts, all at once. I have never seen this short, ever. This short, I think it played before Cars 3, and Cars 3 is not one that I saw in theaters, so I had no idea that it was in front of it. And this one, it kind of gave off like a creepy vibe, a creepy vibe in the beginning because you have this lost and found and this creature that forms. It's basically like all the stuff in the lost and found comes together and creates this creature. And the way that the creature is like peering out at everybody (laughs) is kind of creepy. But then when you realize the main story that's going on it's oh man you you really begin to feel for the bully and the lost and found uh creature Lou and it's it's one that got me like crying because you know the poor kid is like giving away you know giving back the toys that were in the lost and found but as he's doing that Lou is disappearing because he's made up of all those toys and it's it's like you get to the end and say unlike the other shorts where it's like rewarding this one is kind of like unrewarding because you're feeling so sad you're feeling so sad that that creature is like gone but it it's it's pretty memorable and i suggest that you guys go see it it's really good especially if you guys aren't fans of cars 3 or cars in general this is one to see and then to the finale by or bow b-a-o i'm not really sure how it's pronounced but again this one is enormously sad oh my god and it's it's sad and it's realistic and combining that is terrible and both parents and kids go through this it's it's pretty much like letting your kids go and then hoping that eventually they'll come back and uh that's got to be extremely rough and uh i i pretty much been thinking like you know thinking of the circle of life it's like you know the first step parents are the kids whole world the second step is where the kids want to detach from the parents and the third is when everything pretty much comes back in full circle and hopefully you're connected again you know that's if (laughs) That's if your if your parents want to see you again. <laughs> Hopefully they do. But uh you know, if you guys get connected again, 
I know the perfect solution. Go check out any of these Pixar shorts.